Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining episode 316 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast on which I, Greg Audino, take your questions about various life struggles and offer some guidance and support here on the show. Really glad to have you all back again as we prepare for a new week ahead and uh, start the last full week of 2022. Goodness gracious. And today, we're going to be hearing from one of your fellow listeners who also happens to be a concerned parent. And uh, they're going back and forth with their husband about whether to send their child to regular school or give homeschooling a go. Hmm. Let's jump right in today and try to help out as we optimize your life. With a now three-year-old, My husband and I have gotten through the terrible twos and are talking more and more about schooling our toddler. I think I speak for us both when I say that so far we've done a really good job teaming up and raising our son in a way that we both believe in. However, this decision is not coming as easily. My husband believes we'd be much better off homeschooling our child, and I think we should send him to traditional preschool. Compromise has not been easy. And as much as I want to understand my husband's point of view on this, I don't think he's offering any really valid points. I know this is our decision, but do you see any benefits to homeschooling that I'm missing? Or if not, how can I convince my husband that regular school is the way to go, without any resentment? I think this is the first time we found ourselves in a serious situation where one of us will just not get what they want. Okay, and thank you so much, Asker, for submitting this one. It's been a while since we've received a parenting question, or a schooling question for that matter, and I've got to think that more and more parents are asking this same question or a similar version of it, um, as the lack of patience with the school system seems to keep building. And I guess part of your question is really about why that is, why so many people feel as though the school system is failing kids and no longer worth investing in whether it be preschool or college. So, let's start with that a little bit. I don't know what your husband's exact gripe with the school system is, and it's not really my place to share my personal opinions about how useful or useless the school system is. But we can definitely talk about some of the common criticisms and see where that leaves us. So, removing the financial aspect of it, which isn't much of a concern for preschool anyway, there are definitely a host of, of both educational problems and social problems that a lot of people find with the school system. So educationally, you might question the practicality of the course load. Certainly through high school, a lot of people feel as though most of the courses or a, a large percentage of them are a waste of time. 
you know, so it's like what's worth learning and what's not. That's one thing. There are definitely concerns about the work-life balance of students. Are they in school too much or not enough? The credentials and methodologies of the teachers themselves usually attract a lot of criticism too. Is this person qualified to teach this? And are they teaching it in a way that encourages the kids to actually learn? So this list could go on. And then socially, I think that's where a lot of people get particularly fired up. And some of this can be really tough to look past. So, you know, what are kids really learning about success and how to define it? Are they learning that it's all based on other people? Does the grading system um, and how it's enforced teach kids that failure is something to be ashamed of? And if so, does this contribute to kids shying away from failure and therefore shying away from learning or hating themselves and hating others for coming up short on things? That can be awfully divisive, obviously. Uh, does school promote a healthy relationship with authority? How many schools are crafting leaders versus teaching kids to be afraid of them? This might go back to the idea of how teachers are conducting themselves. Uh, are our kids being stripped of their individuality? Maybe if they have to wear uniforms or participate in certain rituals at school, or if their learning style is being rejected. Is punishment being doled out the right way? And could the school system offer kids more compassion and self-reflection when they've stepped out of line as opposed to just scolding them? So there's that element of mindfulness that a lot of parents feel as though the school system isn't helping children cultivate. Does school encourage kids to be overly results-driven? I don't know. So yeah, certainly this list could also go on for quite a bit too. Because you know the truth is that school absolutely plays a massive part in how kids develop as people, not just learners or workers. So again, I'm not sure exactly where in here your husband's beliefs lie. Maybe some of it, maybe all of it. Maybe you've considered some of it yourself and agree with at least some parts. Or maybe some of this hasn't been considered at all by either of you. But I doubt it really matters so much what your current beliefs are. But rather, what does matter is if you will continue to question them and think as critically as possible, even if you don't end up changing your mind. That goes for both you and your husband. And the good news is that by doing that, you're doing what's best for yourselves as individuals, and what's best for yourselves as parents, and what's best for your son. So even if this is a scenario in which one of you will have to back down and give way to the other's opinion, like you said. That's not really the point. The most important thing for you, and for you and your husband, and for your son, is not for you and your husband to end up having the same opinion. This isn't a courthouse. What's more important for all of those parties is that you and your husband drop your own narratives about this matter and instead work together towards a solution. It's about forgetting what has worked for you when it comes to schooling and instead shifting into what will work for your marriage and your child. What works for your marriage and your child is for you to both show up in a respectful and devoted way for your child. It's that you team up on this and make the goal about that collaboration instead of getting your own way. And this is how you let go of your own pride and ego allowing yourself to be more vulnerable in your relationship. This is how you and your partner reinforce the idea that you are a unit working for the betterment of your entire family, which, needless to say, is something that your son will absolutely be paying attention to 
and likely has a far greater impact on his development than his schooling ever will. That's just me. And the more you think about it and hash out the options openly, the more confident of a choice you're likely to come to about what's best for your son's education, too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And once again, thank you so very much to the asker for sending this one in. And also thank you for being both a caring parent and spouse. I really can't stress enough how much it says about the character of each and every one of you that is brave enough to send a question in. You know, whether your questions are about you, your loved ones, your coworkers, or just the world, you, you wouldn't be sending them in and putting forth the effort if there wasn't a strong sense of love and care there. And I hope everyone involved in this show can keep that in mind. So, with that said, if you have something you'd like to get off your chest, go ahead and email it to me at advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. That's where I take your questions and put them to air. You will definitely get a response from me. That is a promise. So, don't hesitate. That's going to do it for today, though, everybody. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Enjoy your Monday. And I'll talk to you again in 317. That's where your optimal life awaits.